Welcome to Deeply Suspicious. <laughs> Is that the cat bumping that? Disturbing thing. Okay, keep going. The, the, the podcast. That's I'm my part. I know you stopped. And I'm Naomi. And we're two anxious counselors. Talking about disturbing things. With our friend, Sarah. Hi, guys. We believe normal is boring. (laughs) I don't even know what we believe. And cats are fun. Knowledge is power. Laughter is the best medicine. And Ovi is a ball of destruction. I Just a few moments ago, there was a, should I let him in? What's the worst he's going to do? I was like, oh. Oh, He's like power nudging our tripod (laughs) with our camera. Power nudge. He needs all the love. All the love. And destruction. (laughs) So... I really think this room is cute um, for little, little Stella, but all the dolls are terrifying. Those are her babies. It's terrifying. They're all like tucked in. and She loves to have all her babies laying <laughs> down comfy. You realize I'm sur- like my whole behind me is little porcelain babies staring at me tucked into bed. Like it's little- what if you just feel something tappy on the back? <laughs> It'll Coming probably up, be I'm going to join you over there, Sarah. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe we'll do a tour of the, the baby dolls for our patrons. If Fair you want to support us, be our patron on mm-hmm. Patreon. It's only a dollar. If you want us to dress up uh, for next week for Halloween, let us know. Maybe give us some ideas. We may use it. We may not. But either way, we may dress up. I'm only going to be something that i can make out of items in my house that I already toilet have. paper you can be a mummy she's Perfect. sick <laughs> it's just a cold and i'm past the contagious part right right I that get to was go last first. week i get to go first today okay are you ready i'm born, born ready. ready born ready <laughs> born ready let's do it <laughs> okay sarah's cuddling Ovi, and it looks it's really adorable. precious you're adorable here I can show it with this one. Look at that. Aww. Aww. So cute. Okay, so I'm gonna talk a bit about people doing bad things to candy for oh. kids on Halloween. Oh my god, we both have Halloween related. Well, it's, I mean, if I had to guess, that would be the one guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's not far off we like to be Can a little you make the cursor on your computer not stabbing me in the chin. chin it's really distracting me I, I feel like I could actually feel it right there like I, me. me too <laughs> Obi's making out with Sarah it's great <laughs> keep distracting him over there okay so that's my topic and um first of all have you heard the like worried parents of like there's you know people are gonna heard them i am them oh good i I am the worried parent yeah what are you worried about well back when i was little that's when the the whole scare first happened and we could take our halloween candy to the er department and they would x-ray it so i grew up (laughs) like with the real fear like in my face Mm -hmm. and then having kids it was always like i would go through it and check it first And I would tell them like bite it slowly in case there's a razor blade inside. I'm so glad that you have this real world context for people because you're not the only one. Like there's many parents that. Oh yeah, it's real. So I'm gonna talk a little. I'm glad I'm going second because it's actually a good build up. Okay, okay, build up of yours. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about some of the actual times that things like that have happened. And then I'm going to tell one specific case. So one of the first tales of tainted treats was over 50 years ago 
on October 31st, 1959, California dentist. Yeah, see? William V. Shine decided to play a very mean practical joke. He handed out 450 candy-coated laxatives to trick-or-treaters. That's hilarious. What a funny joke. So he gave those, um, so like they came and knocked on the door and he'd give them laxative candy. So no one seemed to know like why he did it, but 30 kids, he got pretty sick. Um, And one actually suffered like really like what they called irreparable harm from it. Um, the laxatives were quickly traced back to his house. He was charged with several crimes, including outrage of public decency. Outrage. Well, it's not decent. What? This is why I have dental. I bet they didn't back then. This is 50 years ago. They probably were like, slap on the wrist, give us your laxatives. Don't (laughs) Don't do that again. So don't do that again. More children may poop themselves on the street. Like, that's what I'm curious is like, how many, like, when did they find out? Was it when they finally get home and the parents are like, what is happening? Sugar fueled diarrhea children. That's terrifying. Well, it's probably like when it was just your kid, you're like, oh, they just have the shits. But then you hear like, oh, my kid had the shits too. Mm -hmm. And then it just spreads and spreads. Yeah. So I'm sure guessing like one kid had a really bad reaction to it and went to the hospital or something like that. Okay. So what about the like razor blade and the apple thing? You know, you've heard that like or candy, I guess. Candy. I mean, I would not accept an apple as a trick-or-treat item. (laughs) (laughs) I would keep moving. I I mean, that's a whole different topic, whole disturbing topic of like, keep your health (laughs) shit to yourself, please. I'm here with a bag for candy. Yeah. Like if I'm here asking you for a Snickers bar and you don't have a Snickers bar, Break my heart and let me walk away. Don't give me a kind bar, Sarah. Okay. Well, and by the time you get the apple back to your house after it's been jostling around in a sack of candy, it's, it's going to be all bruised and mushy anyway. And your own razor blade may get stuck to it in the bottom of your bag, and then you blame it on someone else. <laughs> okay, so according to Professor Joel Best, there have been approximately 80 reports of sharp objects inserted into a Halloween treats since 1959. 80 report well i feel like most people would report that i don't know i would if i was a parent i probably would report that yeah okay so the great majority of those however turn out to be hoaxes but like keep in mind it was often hoaxes by people like often like friends pranking friends um putting things in things um or kids getting angry at parents and putting it in parent stuff which is not talked about maybe parents need to be more afraid on halloween parents um, should fear their kids maybe i don't right. know <laughs> so, what, what else do they put in there because um, poison so in one case a kid put ant poison on a half-eaten candy bar to get a rise out of his parents so he gave did them, they rise i mean rise <laughs> From the grave, no, they didn't die. Because I'm thinking like razor blades, needles, right? Poison, glass, glass. Yeah, I mean, so really, like the idea of like sharp things in food. Eighty since 1959, and vast majority were like people who knew each other doing a hoax, not like somebody Mm -hmm. trying to harm children at large, sort of thing. So I thought that was good to know. Yeah. Um. The of the few verified instances of stranger on trick or treater candy sabotage, 
was in 2000 when James Joseph Smith was arrested after sticking needles in Snickers. See? Right? Um, but Snickers is perfect because it's kind of pillowy. You can really yeah. hide a lot of items in right. there, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, yeah. I like Snickers. It's one of the only candies I like. Reese's are good. See, I feel like a Reese's would be a good one because you could tell if it's been tampered with. Because you could see. Yeah, it has a good chocolate seal. Mm-hmm. So you just like, hey, if that seal's broken, don't eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it deals off. Stranger danger. So, but even with that, there was only one injury of someone who had a slight prick in their mouth. Nobody else got injured at all um, from doing it. Most people saw it, no, found it. My mind it. just no. went straight to the gutter when you said that. I apologize. A slight prick to the mouth? <laughs> you said in I the mouth. I don't understand. You said in the mouth. A slight prick in the mouth. <laughs> You said it. Podcast name. All right. No, um, we'll get banned. Yeah, you, you might. Get this is why we're never going to get monetized on YouTube. We have adult baby filthy, filthy minds on. and mouths. You can't filter goodness. I know, but YouTube is picky. All right, yeah. fine. Whatever. It was a good one. Okay, so, <laughs> so how about the real boogeyman? Law enforcement officers haven't had to scour neighborhoods to find um, the perpetrators. Oh, they've only had, there's only been two deaths that have been linked to Halloween candy ever. Too, too many, I say. Well, <laughs> the thought of a razor in my mouth just gives me the EBGBs. So Ew, yeah. Like, yeah. You it's don't like have to die. Cut. Just having your freaking gums or yeah. tongue cut. I mean, that's just horrifying. Remember the about. death by a thousand paper cuts episode? Like the... Yeah. Like, it's just uh, not okay. No, okay. So all so all they had to do is visit homes. The first death occurred in 1970 when a five-year-old Michigan boy died after ingesting a horrific amount of heroin. Oh. Right. Tests on his Halloween count candy found heroin dust, setting parents on high alarm. Obviously, police discovered that the boy had stumbled across his uncle's heroin stash and mistakenly eaten it. So it wasn't done by somebody else. It would just happen to be around candy time. And so it was thought it was thought to be candy. So that is a good PSA. It is. Because yeah. like, remember Fun yeah. Dip? It was powder. I love Fun Dip. I freaking oh, love Fun Dip too. Oh my gosh. This is going to tie is it? In. You're like licking a stick, putting in the powder and then and you licking just, it off and again. Then just, <laughs> and then you just suck on that stick you just all keep day. doing it over and over. It's and you, such a weird so concept. Good. And it's your so tongue good. is raw after. <laughs> just like grating it and there's like three pouches like three tongue. different flavors cat tongue for three days after that and you're like i'm wounded but i want more Do you remember how there was like three pouches like connected oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. with perforations mm. you could separate them oh. i kept mine all together i like to tear all the three tops off then you could switch yeah, you mix just, and match yeah part of choice um the camera okay it's Obi. Obi. So okay. Obi silly cat. That's perfect. Thank you, sir. She's oh okay, okay, okay. Oh my gosh, Obi. Chaos. Chaos cat. It's because he's big. Like he how much do you think he weighs? He's freaking he's, huge. He's huge. 40 pounds. He's yeah, he's enormous. And it's like all love. But <laughs> we, we weigh him in love. <laughs> so Every love can be dangerous though. Okay, so here's the really kind of messed up part. So the family 
actually went and took, so the family knew what happened. They sprinkled the heroin onto the Halloween candy to try to make it look like it wasn't their family members stuff. And then hysteria broke out. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ronald Clark. Okay. This is Deer Park, Texas, not Deer Park, Washington, just to be clear. He almost ruined Halloween for all American children. On October 31st, 1974, he took their children out trick-or-treating and Bates' job was to wait on the sidewalk while O'Brien escorted the trick-or-treaters to the front door of neighborhood houses. At one point, O'Brien disappeared briefly, disappeared, um, and he all of a sudden came around and he had five large pixie sticks. Remember those? I didn't like those as much. Um, which is I would just always get choked trigger. up on the powder. <laughs> <laughs> breathe in. I would breathe it in too much because I would like tip it straight up. Right, right. <laughs> and I'd be like, <laughs> it's like inhaling yeah, sawdust. Um, so okay, so he disappeared and he shows up in front with pixie sticks. While no one else saw the homeowner, so nobody actually came out to give candy. He just went. So he's taking his kids out trick-or-treating, goes behind the house, comes back, and he has his pixie sticks. O'Brien claimed that the residents of the house had cracked the door open and given him them to give and distribute to the kids. Later that night, O'Brien dialed 911, stating that his son had apparently eaten poison candy. In spite of the paramedics' best efforts, eight-year-old Timothy O'Brien, his son, died that night. An investigation revealed that the cause of death was cyanide laced in the candy. So he was using this hysteria to kill it, his own kid. It was his own father who decided to sacrifice his son in exchange for a $40,000 life insurance policy. They were having financial troubles oh. and he traded off his kid's life for it. Um, he also passed the poison pixie six to at least four other children, including his own five-year-old daughter, Elizabeth, in an attempt to make the, like, make it bigger. Um the remaining candy was confiscated before the other kids actually ingested it, though. So it was just his son that died. Well, um, just not not just yeah. his fair, not just his son. <laughs> Only his son died. All of which is sad. Well, what happened to that fucker? I hope something bad. Well, I was going to share a little bit more about. That's actually the one I was going to go into a little bit more detail about because he is the one is actually dubbed the Candy Man which I think is like a terrifying, scary name that I have not heard on Halloween. Have you? Like as like a the well, candy man? Scary movie. The movie. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Oh, But well. it's not about that at all. Okay. So he's nicknamed the Candyman and the man who killed Halloween. Like that's his. Look, that Candyman movie scared the shit out of me. I you've seen it. I mean, I. Probably. I would not in... look in a mirror. I would not. Yeah, that movie just terrified. Yeah, I don't think that happened in real life. I'm just guessing, though. I didn't see it. No, it's a scary movie. It was like a 90s movie. (laughs) Okay, so he was $100,000 in debt. And so that was his motivation. He um, was actually convicted of capital murder in 1975 and sentenced to death. And he was executed by lethal injection in March 1984. I was going to show you the picture of this guy. It's the dude. Dang. Yeah. Killed his own son for $40,000. He looks like a dupe. Awesome. He does look like 
doofus who does that only doofuses what if people that killed okay. people like that had to die by the same way they killed the person Ooh. Like, eat your poison candy yeah i yeah. love that idea because then like my congressperson all the great serial killers <laughs> like the big ones they'd have to do whatever horrific thing to that like they'd get skinned and made into a lamp whatever it is whatever it is they write that letter right <laughs> so he did live with his wife and the son and the daughter elizabeth um he worked as an op- optician so this these are two eye doctors they were both eye doctors i thought the other guy was a dentist oh was it dentist oh i was gonna say that kind of goes like dentists are viewed as scary so now it's eye doctors and dentists both scary are they well oh they do no when they do the poof in your eyes that's miserable or i did the prk and they too close to your face The PRK burned with the laser layers of my eyeball off and it smelled like my burnt eyeball, which I now know the smell of in my dad's car for two weeks. That's very disturbing. It was awful. My dad had to smell that. I got to leave. <laughs> it is a distinct smell. It's like burnt hair, but with, I don't like there's another. An added essence. Like a goo, a goo Flesh. burn. Goo burn, burny flesh, eyeball, hair burn is what it's not like. Okay. Right. So (laughs) he was a deacon at the Second Baptist Church where he sang in the choir and ran a local bus program. Right. Which just is, again, further insulting. So this is doofus we're talking about? This is doofus. Oh. Yeah. I mean. He didn't really look like a. I mean, <laughs> what does the choir singer look like? I I, I have no idea. Like a cover. He's just a cover. He just looked yeah. doofusy, like too doofusy <laughs> to have talents. <laughs> so okay, so the pixie sticks, they um, they, uh, the parents rushed one of the sons. One of the sons was asleep, and he hadn't eaten the candy. They had heard about what was going on. Um, they were unable to like open, like he stapled the top of, you know, because it's like a legit staple on those pixie sticks, how they close it. They just pull it over Mm. and staple it. So that's what he did. Um, now they're probably like heat seal it. Probably. Yeah. 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 Um, so all five (laughs) of the pixie sticks had been open with the top two inches refilled with cyanide powder and resealed with the staple. So the cyanide was right on top. And according to a pathologist who tested the pixie sticks, the candy consumed by Timothy, um, who passed away contained enough cyanide to kill two adults, while the other four candies contained enough to kill three to four adults each. How do you even get cyanide? I mean, back then, I think it was just <laughs> over the counter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hear about it all the time in the past. Like, so obviously, maybe a garden. Like, I've heard, like, to oh, use it to, like, kill snails or something. I don't know. I'm guessing, honestly, unless they didn't have yeah. Amazon. <laughs> Ooh, well, did you... you may have to go to the dark web. I heard about Amazon getting in trouble recently because they sell some sort of gardening something that's like super highly poisonous. And a young girl bought it, bought that and a book about how to kill yourself that gave instructions about oh, buying I that on Amazon. About that. Right. And and there's no reason for that to be sold on Amazon. Like it's so toxic. Like, why would you? Yeah, yeah. Why? 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 
What were you looking? I, like I shouldn't give this information out anyway. No, just tell us later. Tell okay. us later. <laughs> I don't want to tell the people. So, I've always wondered, like, how do you do? You, like, get it through the mail? Like, how do you get that? Tell us later. Oh, yeah. it's a recipe. Okay. Don't yeah, do no. this. Mm -mm. Warning, Warning. Label. Yeah. Wait. This is for entertainment purposes only, and don't do anything we say. And Why we're often you listen wrong. To anything we said anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay a head full of snot o'brien initially told police that he could not remember which house he got the pixie stick from police became suspicious because o'brien and his neighbor had only taken their children to homes on two streets before it started raining so it's not like the range was wide okay their suspicions increased after learning that none of the homes they visited had pixie sticks after walking the neighborhood with the police three times o'brien so the police are like talking to him and he's like walking them around you can imagine he's sweating a bit um so he walked them to each house and o'brien claimed that he went back there before catching up with the group he said the owner of the home didn't turn the lights on but did crack the door right he claimed to have only seen the man's arm which he described as hairy good detail Good detail. Really throw him off. Get yeah. a hairy arm. So it's just his hairy arm reaching out of the door. Here's pixie your pixie sticks. sticks. Which, like, and as a parent, withdraws it. Like, shuts the door. Lights are off. Doors are closed. You go. You, why you go to like the side and some man with a hairy arm holds out mysterious. Yeah, why the hell would you give that to your kids anyway? Right. I mean, well, unless it was you. <laughs> so. Okay. So the home was owned by a man named Courtney Melvin. Melvin was an air traffic controller and did not get home until 11 p.m on halloween night so he wasn't there and over 200 people confirmed that he had been at work so wow not him he, <laughs> he, he did no okay, yeah. no he's just amateur <laughs> amateur <laughs> stupid criminals get caught right so back then a hundred thousand dollars in debt is about five hundred fifty thousand dollars in 2021 ish so he had a history of not being able to hold a job. In the 10 years preceding the crime, he held 21 jobs in 10 years. That's a lot of jobs, especially back then, too, because like holding a job meant a lot as far as like pension and all that jazz. Losing a job is one of the top risk factors for violence towards others. Mm. <laughs> at the time of his arrest, he was suspected of theft at at the texas state optical and was close to being fired so he was stealing too his car was about to be repossessed he had defaulted on several loans and the family home was being foreclosed on so you could see he was like everything closing in on yeah, him yeah um he had taken this life insurance policy out on his on both of his children um just a few months prior and in january 1974 he'd taken out ten thousand dollars on both of his children <laughs> one month before Timothy died. Why don't you come in, be her, her stud? Can be a stand-in? Yeah. I'll be okay. the stunt double. So then right before, just days before Timothy died, he took takes out another $20,000 life policy. So it's just like building up mm -hmm. life insurance Not policy. a good look for him. No, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, so total $60,000. His wife maintained that she had no idea about the insurance policies at all. Um, she mm -hmm. didn't have to sign on them. She didn't know. Police also learned that the morning after Timothy died, O'Brien had called his insurance company to inquire about collecting policies that he had taken on his son. So before his son even died, he calls the insurance. Like, yeah, 
probably not not the best idea. Um, after learning that he had visited a chemical supply store in Houston to buy cyanide, there we go. That's oh, how he got it. There you go. Shortly before Halloween, um, he left without purchasing anything. After learning the smallest amount available to purchase was five pounds, oh. he would have had to buy five pounds of cyanide. Usually, replaced. <laughs> this is Sarah. Okay. We're too anxious, counselors. Yeah. Okay, you know, this is like uh, tickers, you know, at the Oscars, they have people oh, yeah, that yeah. come in to and fill the seats and fill the seats. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just didn't want to like have a coughing fit or blow my nose really loud on struggle bus. So, so yes, he chemical supply store, actually a chemical supply store, but he went there and he ended up not buying anything because he found he had to buy a five pound bag of cyanide. Like that was the smallest amount he could purchase. Um, right police began to suspect that he had laced the candies with poison in an effort to kill to collect on life insurance he ended up getting sixty thousand, by the way so days before he just kept adding to life insurance he called his insurance company isn't that a red flag of some sort before the kid died called them and asked about how to collect on it before the kid died (laughs) right um poor kiddo just used and tossed away like that he was okay to like to him he was like i'm gonna give the other kids it too to try to cover it up and make it like ooh these to to play on the fear of what parents think like there's somebody out there they don't think it's the parent to distract away from him right Mm -hmm. and that's part of what like when i was looking into this so many of the cases are families own drugs that got used and then they cover it up or it's someone they know in a gag or whatever or potentially trying to use it as a distraction makes me feel safer going out now and not thinking that so many like over i mean 50 or no what 80 total in wait till my topic that's 1950 (laughs) okay our topics are totally connected so they couldn't figure out where he bought the poison because he obviously got a smaller amount somewhere else um, he was arrested, though. Um, he was indicted on capital murder, four counts of attempted murder. He entered not guilty to all five. And um, during the trial, a chemist who is acquainted with O'Brien testified that O'Brien contacted him asking about cyanide and how much it would take to be fatal. Oof. Again, not a great idea. A chemical supply salesman also testified that O'Brien asked him how to purchase cyanide. Friends and co they didn't have Google back then, I'm guessing. <laughs> Friends and co-workers also testified that in the months before Timothy's death, O'Brien showed an unusual interest in cyanide, quote. Just <laughs> always bringing it up at the water cooler. So, oh, you heard about interest. that cyanide. I mean, if somebody just <laughs> casually brought up cyanide to me, um, I need an adult. <laughs> okay. So his wife rejected that Timothy chose the pixie stick, stating that O'Brien had, in fact, forced him to choose the stick. So, like, trying to say that, um, that, like, he, Timothy didn't, like, when he got home, he didn't just eat the pixie stick. Uh, that his dad forced him uh, to eat. The wife said that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So she like really like, didn't know. No, yeah. I want to eat this chocolate. You'll eat that pixie stick. I don't like pixie sticks. So eat the pixie stick. It's candy and it tastes good. I have to tell you though, my dog won't eat pills and like the I have to put them in peanut butter. Now it's cat food because you can taste them in the peanut butter. Mm. I would taste cyanide, I think. Is it tasteless? Unless, unless, unless I eat those stick things with the sugar and my tongue was raw and then I might not. It might just burn really oh, bad. Yeah. Is it right. odorless and tasteless or is it? I don't know. A smell. It's Looker upper. Um, okay. So his main defense drew. Oh, the oh you have no idea. Out. Don't worry about We're, it. They're coming for us first. <laughs> if you hear a knock on the door, it's, <laughs> it's us. Um, <laughs> I Google things like, likes to eat poop. <laughs> horrible thing even just things i didn't mean to look up but i'm like oh what about that but then you're like "Ooh, the way i worded that was not right and now i'm now i have really horrible graphics on my yes but uh, never come to our door so right yes 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 it can be a color that's what happens when you have an 80 pound ball of love covered with fur such as hydrogen cyanide or cyanogen. So it's colorless. Mm -hmm. Or crystal form such as crystal. Because then they make it into a powder of some kind to put uh, fixing sticks. Sometimes described as having a bitter almond smell, but it does uh, not always give off an odor. Now if I'm like bitter almond, <laughs> not everyone can detect this. Hmm. What do you mean not everyone? I want to know what that means. Who are the ones that can't detect bitter almond? Maybe it's like Why? some people Can think cilantro tastes soap, like soap, which I do not. Yeah. Are I'm you? Not either. Are you? No, I eat cilantro. Like I like cilantro. cilantro. Mm -hmm. I'll just I like, like. I need some tacos. I like mm, Man, you're making me drool. Okay, so his defense drew upon many, <laughs> mainly drew upon the decades-old urban legend at the time concerning a mad poisoner who hands out Halloween candy laced with poisoner needles and candy apples with razor blades. So these stories were circulating way back then too, and he used that as his defense. The case was, um, it actually got a lot of national attention at the time, and the press dubbed O'Brien the candy man because of it. On June 3rd, 1975, a jury took 46 minutes to find him guilty of capital murder on four and four counts of attempted murder. The jury took 71 minutes to sentence him to death by electrocution. That's quick. That's mm -hmm. quick. Mm -hmm. Shortly after he was convicted, his wife filed for divorce and she later remarried she her waited. new husband. <laughs> I would have divorced him immediately. She later remarried and her new husband adopted her daughter, Elizabeth. I hope she okay. anything to do with that. Yeah. So he... He was sentenced to death. He was shunned and despised by his fellow death row inmates for killing a child and like had no like connections in the prison. The inmates reportedly petitioned to hold an organized demonstration about his execution date to express their hatred of him. Like it was such a good. Oh, right. O'Brien's first execution. No, mean, prison friends for you. Oh, for you. oh, you're on death row too? Like, yeah. we're not friends. Just because no, we're... He's you, playing his yard okay. games by himself. Right. No handball tournaments. No. Are you talking squid games? How did you know? No. I'm Have just, you watched squid games? Of course. 
Oh, I don't care. They're not going to hear this. I'm not listening. Honest to God, if I don't own the material in this house, it's not going to be on my body. I'm not buying anything. What are you talking about? I'm not buying anything for a costume. Can we wrap you in toilet paper and I'll bring fake blood? No, it's going to be great. I'm going to bring so much toilet paper. Okay, let's see. Can we? Oh my gosh. If you want to be a patron, join and you will get to see us live. Wrap her like a mummy and she'll have to be like that for the entire podcast. Done. My nose is so ready. I should just. I'm not. You need soft tissues. Your poor nose is going to be so raw. I know. You're so attractive. So his attorney, I'm almost done. I promise his attorney successfully petitioned for a stay of execution. That day was also postponed. So like his actual execution was getting pushed and pushed out um, up to 1982, the eighth anniversary of his crime. He offered to personally drive O'Brien to the death chamber. The judge did Um, it. It was going to be the first time Texas executed an inmate by lethal injection. The Supreme Court delayed the date again, though, giving him a chance to pursue an appeal and a new trial. So they had a fourth date, 1984. Um, and then on March 28th, the federal judge rejected the request. And shortly after midnight on 1984, March 31st, O'Brien was executed by lethal injection. His last meal consisted of a T-bone steak. that's all you get but this is is like i don't necessarily agree with this like oh you get to eat whatever you want before you die eat your mfing pixie stick who's paying for that open your mouth are we paying for that the fancy last meal is that tax okay you want to hear okay i this i'm not done yet he had a t-bone steak medium to well done medium rare is better by the way okay french fries (laughs) with ketchup whole corn Sweet Ew. peas, lettuce, and tomato salad with egg and French dressing, iced tea with sweetener, saltines, and a Boston cream pie and rolls. Like, F off. Did okay? his son have, get to have a fancy yeah. last meal before he died? No. Okay, Boston cream pie of cyanide. down his throat. This guy. Right? Fuck but that actually, Fuck that part of our prison system. That does. Like, that's just up, part of the system. Like, that's an interesting, yeah. like, who came up with the idea that you just get to eat last meal? Like, ooh, get what you want. Somebody should no, research the you history don't. of the last meal. You how that tradition came into place. Future topic. Not now. Not now. That could be I'm a whole thing. All right, all right. All right. Okay. So O'Brien's last words. Me. I know. And we don't. She, I literally was looking at my topic in the car. I asked if she could drive so I could make sure I was okay. Okay. We have our different approaches. We do. I told her I wasn't going to tell you, but I can't hold anything back. I know. O'Brien's last words. That's what you do. You've done it for three years. (laughs) Why stop now? (laughs) So I'm so impressed right now. Are you? Yeah. All right. Tell me more. I can't believe like all of this great information came. Are we letting Sarah see behind the curtain? That's what she said. She said that she's like, I feel like I'm seeing because I'm like, I'm like, and I and she hears you're ruining the magic. There was a moment in the car where I'm like, oh, and I and she's like, oh, did you find something? I'm like, I found where I'm gonna take it. And I I wanted to peek, but I was like, no, I'm gonna keep it in this. I didn't tell her. I didn't tell her. I didn't didn't tell her. That's good because or else you won't have honest reactions. Do you want to hear what his last words were? Fine. Okay. Was he not really remorseful yeah, at all? He said, what is about to transpire in a few moments is wrong. 
However, we as human beings do make mistakes and errors. This execution, look, this is long-winded. This is long-winded. This execution is one of the wrongs yet. Wait, (laughs) this, this, that was my wine. This execution is one of those wrongs. It doesn't mean our whole system of justice is wrong. Okay. Therefore, I would forgive all who have taken part in any way of my death. Also, to anyone I have offended in any way during my 39 years, I pray and ask for your forgiveness, just as I forgive anyone who offended me in any way. And I pray and ask God's forgiveness for all of us, respectively, as human beings. To my loved ones, I extend my undying love. To those close to me, know in your hearts, I love you one and all. God bless you all, and may God's blessings be always yours. Ronald C. O'Brien's P.S. During my time here, I have been treated well by all TDC personnel. During the execution, there was a there was a crowd. Filling out a comment card. I mean, what was that? There was a crowd of three hundred demonstrators outside the prison. I didn't hear any remorse. I didn't hey, hear get this, any. Get this, get this way all. back. Yeah. Cheering three hundred people outside, cheering trick or treat. Like hurrah, he died. Trick or treat. Um, others anti-death penalty demonstrators so that through candy right so interesting mm-hmm. as the anti the anti-execution people through candy the ones who were happy about it yelled trick-or-treat and that is a little a little cautionary tale and a little modern you know watering down a bit of worry well, get ready to get worried again. That's <laughs> what I'm here for, really. Worried because this is something that has honestly been freaking me out. It's been freaking me the fuck out. And it has led to many, many uh we're here to traumatize talks <laughs> with my children, cautioning them. Or or let them out of the house is really what you're gonna think after this right you're gonna turn me into agoraphobic <laughs> <laughs> i mean i started to go to the store tonight and i turned around and went home like fuck that shit <laughs> fuck that yeah well also i was gonna go do you ever shop at that fred meyer that's on um by altamont over there yeah i've been there that fred meyer is oh, so annoying the parking lot is it's awful so the staff are just like unhappy it they have it's all self-checkout which annoys the shit out of me when you have a whole bunch of stuff yeah it's just a bad deal so i mean that was part of my decision i'm like i'm already irritated can i am i feeling resilient enough in my weakened state to deal with fred meyer i'm scared of you even in in a weakened state you're like an animal trapped in the corner I know we walked up and she's like she's never at the door normally I have to go ring the bell and I wait like a solid 30 seconds she's like "Eh." and then she sees us walking up she slowly opens the door and like I got a bucket of water or blood something bad was going to happen but then I realized then I realized she knows I don't like it when she's sick because I have to sit next to her and she breathes on me that's why she's coughing towards you Sarah she's being quite respectful to me but not towards you she knows I really didn't want to cancel podcast like I, I love it so much that's what this is that whole thing was guilty feelings 
something She's like, I'm not going to make them wait 30 seconds. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there at the door. No, and she was hiding my Kleenex behind my back. You're like, she's going to kill us today. Stop to the end. You're like, what's going on? I'm like, nothing. Because I'm Sarah, get back in the car. And also, my street is the darkest fucking street in the city. It's scary There already. are no lights. Yeah, it's so thing, dark. Okay, the last thing I need is for you to be my wild card. <laughs> like, I didn't see it coming, guys. I didn't. I had no idea. <laughs> I thought we she just liked to look up weird shit. <laughs> but she She's really likes I it. am the weird shit. You're just figuring that out? I, I mean, no. <laughs> There. Oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, welcome, new listeners to our podcast. We appreciate you. Welcome. I hope you found candy oh. informational. Don't eat science. Don't look. I. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'll stop and smile. I'll fight you. Fucking cut for the set part two. <laughs> All right. Wait. One more. One more. Okay. I'm going to talk tonight about fentanyl because oh, fentanyl it's it. freaking me the fuck out. I know a lot about this. Now, Asher's in his room right now. He has his door closed. Should I'm sure he has yell? headphones on. No, because we've had the fentanyl talk. Oh, it's like sex fentanyl. No, I don't need, I didn't need to have the sex talk with him. He learned from his older <laughs> brother. He learned from <laughs> high school. He learned sex leads to children pretty early on. So oh, mm-hmm. he understands. <laughs> That's fair. So I did drugs in high school. Oh, yeah. And middle school and a little elementary school. I was a good child now. And, and a little college, TBH. The drug landscape has changed, though. And it's totally terrifying. It is not a fun carnival anymore. The days carnival. when you could just go to a party and just take whatever was Wait, going around. Well, let me adjust like, this so the hand that has changed. That has changed. It's changed. Those days are gone. Bye bye. Bye bye. We need to start a sign language bye. sign language practice again. We do. WTF. <laughs> I need pounds. one of those like wall screens between us. I have liquid coming out my eyes and my nose, which and is wh- annoying. What kind of liquid is that? Are there any butterflies we need to be worried about? <laughs> Drinking your eye tears? Spiders? 50 perhaps? pounds of fentanyl was just seized in Florida a couple days ago. That's enough fentanyl to kill half the state of Florida. This In candy. This was orchestrated. This... um. These drugs being pushed out there was orchestrated from inside a Florida prison by a convicted murderer. Mm. His people were on the outside and they were instructed to distribute these drugs throughout Florida. Look at how great your hair looks. No, I look just great. Anyways, that's why I'm always distracted. Like, (laughs) oh, hi. Oh, hi over there. Oh, hi to you. I know. One of a kind over here. Look at this. Keep talking about fence not Don't hate me because I, I can pull off a Rudolph nose. 
what's really, there's lots of terrifying things about fentanyl, but one of the terrifying things is that just a teeny, teeny, tiny amount, two milligrams can kill an adult. This is three grains of salt. It's freaking tiny. I love salt. Copious amount. But imagine how small <laughs> that is. That's all the fentanyl that's needed to kill any of us. Oh, I agree with you. If somebody, that's all they'd have to do is go into every home and put it in the salt shaker. People, yeah. You know, Let's not give people ideas. I mean, after I did this, I'm, I'm thinking of all kinds idea of ideas. Person. And I'm like, I don't think I can share this on the podcast. Oh, that's my job? Easy. And they would work really well. And I, mean, I don't want to be responsible for. We're not responsible people. for a murder. Or well, disclaimer. there's, I won't get into it, but yeah. People don't blamed for things. Do things. However, brightly colored fentanyl called that's it. So there's rainbow fentanyl. Oh, I saw a thing about this. Yeah. This is what it's been called by the media anyway. It's brightly colored fentanyl and it's used to target young people because it looks like candy. This is what it looks like. But most people doesn't it look like candy? Yeah. But most people don't give away their highly expensive fentanyl drugs to children but they may sell it to teens to get them hooked i said yes. young people oh see yeah. she knows she's this she knows what i'm saying this trend it's not ending up in the halloween candy this trend appears to be a new method that the drug cartels are using to get people addicted because it looks fun like if you're at a oh, at a party, party like a college party you yeah. see those on the table yeah, that's fun. I was never that? invited to a college party. Well, I mean, what's that I, like? I didn't go to college parties. Was either. it fun? I, but I grew. Sarah up has. Look at her over there. She's yeah. like, oh. I grew up going she to me. house parties. We throw parties, but for the, it's a different level. There's no drugs involved. Oh, Captain Duffy's party. Upside down twerking. <laughs> If my kitchen remodel ever gets done, then I'm going to have a celebratory party. We need a tourist party. We didn't do it this year because of COVID. Well, I'm going to have an all-purpose party when well, my kitchen's done. Fine. Can we also have a tourist party? You, you host one, bitch. Why is it always me? It's not always. You haven't hosted. You've never Derby, hosted a party. I never hosted my what, like <laughs> new home party, whatever that is. I all housewarming six years ago <laughs> i always host parties i love hosting parties i hate hosting parties that's why i had one oh, time I love it. one time i had the derby girls over to watch the the woof championships at 10 o'clock i was like i'm gonna go to bed you guys can stay if you want and of course people leave because that's weird that's weird <laughs> That I'm, is weird. I'm not a good host. And guess what? They left. If you're tired, and I went to bed. Out, <laughs> yeah, you just saw them get the fuck out. I did. I <laughs> I've done that before. Want them to enjoy themselves, but I was done. <laughs> I'm an excellent host. See, this see? And this house is designed for parties. That's why I have no rugs. Exactly. I can only have fun in your house. I see you do have wall to wall carpeting. I know. Not party friendly. No. Okay, can I get back to my topic? I guess. Thank you. Okay. It's a great topic so far. I'm well, enjoying it. I'm like this far into I really it, so. enjoy this top you're wearing. It's <laughs> That's nice. It's a tunic, actually. So what is a tunic? Can mean? we call it what it is? Kind of covers your, your mid butt. My mid? What's I a mean, mid butt? It only goes down the mid butt. 
What if I stand up? What is a tunic? It covers my whole butt if I stand up. Oh, it's a whole butt. It's a mid butt. I don't really. <laughs> I've got that. I've. I mean, I'm like, if I turn sideways, I have a mid butt, but standing upright, I do not have I a mean, mid butt. I mean, I kind of have a, a decent badonkadonk. It might be a mid butt on me. Maybe it's. But I. So these look fun, these pills. Right. They look, they look like candy. They look like sweet tarts. I need them. Your sweetheart. I know. Um, so this is uh, the DEA says this these rainbow pills, these brightly colored pills that come in actually all shapes and sizes. That's just one example. Is a deliberate effort by drug traffickers to drive addiction among young people. You know what they should do if they made them in little rainbows? I'd probably eat that. See. Brightly colored fentanyl is being seized in multiple forms. So pills, powder, and then they make these big bricks, which are actually kind of impressive looking. And um, they're imprinted I know the- like mm. a brand name, like they're imprinted. So they can tell like where they came from. Mm. Despite claims that certain colors may be more potent than others, there's no indication through the DEA's lab that this is the case. Okay. So it's not like, oh, watermelons, uh, star, not Starburst, um, Jolly Ranchers are better than all well, the others. Well, there's some word on the street that is false, that like, oh, avoid blue or avoid green or avoid Oh, uh, but that's kind of just to get people to like still buy it, but like, don't worry, you won't die if you don't <laughs> to overtake the blues. <laughs> But I can see, I mean, I grew up with drug culture and, and street culture, and I can see where you'd find comfort in those things. Like people have had experiences like I've never had a bad deal with blue. Yeah. Nobody I know has like blue is safe or whatever. I'm just making up that color. Right. But every color, shape, and size of fentanyl should be considered extremely dangerous. It's just a color. <laughs> the color has nothing to do with the drug. But people try to, you know, find comfort and safety where they can. <coughs> God, I'm going to have another okay. coughing fit. Fruit loop. I've heard fruit loop. <laughs> Each color actually tastes the same. No, it does. It does. No, I mean, no, I've heard that too, that yeah. it's the same flavor, yeah. but your mind plays tricks on you. Like, well, there was yeah. that whole thing back in the day where they had to stop doing, was it red Red, red dye, like whatever. the people. Drug traffickers often mix fentanyl into other drugs because it's super cheap to manufacture and a small amount, as I said, only two MGs goes a long way. <laughs> fentanyl is often mixed into other substances <laughs> it's just or marketed <laughs> as substances other than fentanyl, including prescription meds. Why am I not wearing my glasses? Ah, oh, whenever, oh, this is something you need to help her with too. Yeah. I try to watch for if you see her squinting really close to her laptop. <laughs> no, you just say, you just say rudely, why aren't you wearing your glasses? And then she finds Well, Sarah doesn't have to, you have to be rude. Nice. It's not her nature. Is it my, very nice my, person. It's my yeah. nature. We don't want to turn Sarah to the dark side. I'm I am riding with Sarah. I will turn her. No. So this is really dangerous oh, because like look how much we like each other. It's from our car rides. It's fabulous. Individuals often don't intentionally take fentanyl 
because it's mixed into drugs that they mistake for other drugs. Right, right. So it's being, like it looks like cocaine. cocaine. It looks like you can't tell the difference visually. Um, it can be put in capsules. And it's being pressed into pills made to look like prescription meds that are popular to buy in the street, like Oxy, mm-hmm. Xanax, Adderall. Co- and they're making it look exactly like them. So I looked at a lot of stories on the news about with like college kids that thought they were just buying something that they take anyway or that they need, um, you know, to help with anxiety or to help with. Mm-hmm focus at college because you know xanax adderall those have been popular things to you know buy non non prescription i watched a vice show that talked a bit about this and one of the people shared that like like oh no i wouldn't like the people making it oh no i wouldn't take this it's too dangerous um or you know there's obviously people who do take it but like they are very aware of how because some of them like mix drugs within it and so there's no way of knowing like actual potency or like levels of anything it's just like well yeah i mean that's street drugs <laughs> that's, that's street drugs so what people need to know now because the landscape has changed any pill or drug that's sold on the internet or on the streets or by a person you even know could contain a lethal dose of fentanyl lethal and they're good look real xanax fake xanax you can't tell the difference like don't ever take yeah look they look exactly the same they're pressing them so they look exactly the same Mm -hmm. yeah that's why i had talks with my kids i'm like don't take a fucking tylenol nothing nothing from nothing that was not prescribed to you yep mommy don't don't put it in your hand you put it down in the garbage mommy don't put it in your hand put it down Is that dirty too? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like yeah. I've said like four things now. Yeah. Well, okay. here's a couple of things you said. What? Um, <laughs> you said taint. When? Early what? on. Early on not... you said it. You did. I did not. Look, look at our auditor. She said it early on because it registered with me. I was like, I don't like that one. <laughs> okay, but I mean, like, what did I say? Tainted? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it was um, taint ed tainted like taint tainted has been tainted. I'm not saying Ed's. taint. <laughs> I heard, taint is part of tainted, and that was what registered with me. I did not say taint on the air. You did, and now I did more. For several seconds after you said that, all I was thinking about was how much I don't love that word. <laughs> I can't believe that you come at me with taint. I said taint. There's another word you said after taint. that that I can't remember. Say it. I, I don't recall. Needle in my mouth? No, it was before. It was in between taint and before. Sorry, Dad. I did not mean it. She is. It was something this, else you said. I'm like. It's all highly out of context. I'm appropriate. Oh, are we blaming it on the edit now? Is that I, doing, I never went to a college party. This is naivety <laughs> filtered by San Francisco. I never went to a college party. I don't either. know. 
Sarah. By the time I started college, do you think I was Sarah dead. would have been that person? I didn't, but now I do. Now I get it. I've been to college parties, but I didn't. What's like wrong parties? with college parties? You never I went. What inherently know? wrong with the college party? Everything's wrong with. The party. I just wasn't. I mean, by the time I started doing drugs when I was little, little kid. So by the time I was in my twenties, I was like, yeah, okay. It. So la di da, Macy in her thirties says tainted on air. Maybe it's time Shh. for you to break bad. What breaking bad? Are maybe you gonna drug time. me? I know. No, but I mean, like, maybe you need to like cut loose. Boot loose. My dad listened to the podcast. Daddy, news. daddy, dearest, I will not. Okay, listen I'm a to this. Good child. Back to That's fentanyl. Right. Back to fentanyl. Fentanyl. Focus. The deadly drug. Don't make me go out and buy some street Adderall that contains fentanyl. Fentanyl. So we Are can you gonna focus drug me one day? And we'll all and you're die. like cut loose. Let me talk about fentanyl. That's your transition. No, that would be your own choice. That's the whole thing. No, I'm, my if, choice is not because I haven't. I know, but maybe one day. Sometimes people that <laughs> never went through a bad phase feel like they're missing out at some point and then they want to like I don't, explore that. I don't feel that at all. No, you don't now. Fentanyl. I'm going to be 70 years old being like, excuse me right i know you'd be like what do i fucking care anymore who do i have to answer to i don't care what people think of me give me my party so cyanide right give me some molly point me in the direction of the rave i don't know like some sort of bass music i thought <laughs> i've never been to a club i can't i can't you haven't been to a club either. no okay. <laughs> don't judge me oh my god See, this is why I would. Can we three weirdos go to a club one day? I would love to see that. There's no clubs in Spokane. I don't know what is club. Club is not here. Hmm. They don't. They don't have clubs here. We don't want to go. I used to go to the club though. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) When I was a teenager, (laughs) 80s club. 80s club was hopping. Um, 80s don't exist anymore. I know the club scene was great. All right, fentanyl is a synthetic opioid. So in case you're wondering, what is fentanyl? A synthetic what opioid. What even is it? It's 50 times more potent than heroin. 50 times. Heroin's pretty potent. And 100 <laughs> times more potent than morphine, which I have an allergy to. So do not give it to me because I'll die. I'll be like, don't do it if she's unconscious on the floor. Don't give her morphine. And she bleeds a lot. So don't yeah. cut her. I'm a bleeder yeah. too. Yeah. So... Like I mentioned, just a few grains of table salt worth of fentanyl is a lethal dose. And without laboratory testing, there's no way to know how much fentanyl is concentrated in a pillar powder. Even pills from the same batch, when they look at it at the lab, show extreme variation in concentration. So, and we could get some from the same batch, same little baggie. You could take one, be fine. I could take one, be fine. Macy drops dead. What the? Why is it me? I mean, I was just going around the room. I feel like that's purposeful. (laughs) You could take one and be fine. Sarah could take it and be fine. I could drop dead. Does that make you feel better? No, because it was. I'm willing to drop dead after I took issue. And then after I was just looking, I'm like, she's such a pretty human. And then you're like, Macy dies. Great. It's just hypothetical. 
so I hypothetically here's some of the street of names them. for illegally manufactured fentanyl mm, these are gonna be fun apache mm. dance fever friends good fellas good murder eight Ooh. tango and cash mm. any candy mans no illegally manufactured fentanyl in its liquid form can be found in nasal sprays eye drops and dropped onto paper or small candies so really it can be anywhere if you're and willing, it can be anything if you're willing to eat paper you might get here's oh. what a lethal dose looks like look how small Ooh, yeah that could be like i'm dusting one day and i huff it you drop into marijuana it could oh, be for into sure. anything for sure like it's yeah. It could be anywhere and anything all t- all the time. So late. That's why it's so terrifying. You could it's yeah. well, you would lace the marijuana with that, but you'd probably get more money purchasing that than you would marijuana. So you'd probably have like if you're making money, if this is a money thing, right. which, which it, it is. is. But yeah. if it's a murder thing. Oh true. Murder. Fentanyl remains the deadliest drug threat facing this country at this time. According to the CDC, 107,622 Americans died of drug overdoses. Can you say that number one more time slowly? 107,622. Thank you. Got it. Okay. Died of drug overdoses in 2021. So that's last year. Wow. And 66% of those deaths were related to synthetic opioids like fentanyl. So stop worrying about, I mean, maybe not fully stop, but don't be so effing paranoid about razor blades in your kid's candy. Be more worried about the real legit fentanyl trying to be sold to them. Absolutely. Like it's not happening on it. They're not giving I just worry about everything. They're not giving it away for free. Like these people are about money, like period. They're not giving it away for free. Honestly. Yeah drug so fentanyl poisonings right now listen to this stat i i am fentanyl poisonings are now the leading killer in the u.s of those ages 18 to 45 what leading killers younger even like the teen population no because i think it's it's just showing it's showing up more for young adults for grabbing meds off the street no 18 and 45 18 to what do you mean 45 okay wait what what do you mean what 45 year old almost every drug user i know is somewhere between 30 and 45 these are like habitual substance users that have leveled up over time and some of the young people people could be um college kids like i said they think they're buying an adderall and it's not a Right. At all, or not off the streets necessarily. It could be from their Buying friends, it from a friend, or, a party. or it's at a party, and there's just like pills, I or to, like it's the trusted hookup. Right, right. You know, I went to one party once, and I walked. I walked in his Halloween party. Dad would be proud of me. I went in, and there was a lot of making out among lots of people, and they yeah, offered me yeah. ecstasy, and I left, and I went home. Well, the problem is you got there too late. You got to get in. No, they were no, and that was like I was very sober walking into. Yeah, that's where you went wrong. Oh, no, thanks. You you don't come late to a a cuddle party. (laughs) Is that what you got? Cuddle party. Cuddle. Tying it into our last episode. Cuddle, cuddle, cuddle is what we call derby, like pile ups, cuddle puddles. I didn't call them. I call them cuddle puddles. That could be a topic name as well. 
Fentanyl available in the U.S. is primarily supplied by two criminal drug networks, the Sinaloa cartel. So that's where stuff in our area is coming from. Hmm. And um, the network makes its way up from Mexico. Mm -hmm. And there's a big hub in Yakima. And then it makes its way up to our area. I think the the one I watched was out of California for the show that I had seen. So I haven't seen anything for Washington. And then, well, that's, these are the two in the whole U.S., the two oh, um, major criminal drug networks. So it's the Sinaloa okay. cartel and the Jalisco New Generation cartel. That's scary. That's out of our home state. That's not great. <laughs> well, no, it, I mean, that's just the path to come up here. It's, there's paths that go all around the country. They spread those drugs. In another recent raid, this one in L.A., this is just recently, too, in the last week, 258,000 pills were found and each of the pills contained enough fentanyl to kill a person Mm. and this is just like one drop in the bucket of what's out there 8,500 pounds of fentanyl were seized in border crossings during the first nine months of this year 2022 so uh, remember that little bit that it takes to kill? 8,500 pounds. That was just these, you know, while they're checking cars crossing the border. And just uh, through September. The DA sees 10 million fentanyl pills between May and September across the country. So I, I thought I'd throw in just a little snippet of uh, so viewing why pleasure. this becomes so addictive. Our body naturally makes opioids. Yes. And Pain. endorphins is one example of a naturally made opioid. So this is why we have opioid receptors in our brain because our body naturally makes it. And opioids change our perception of pain because pain is an illusion, actually. It Future is. topic. Mm. Remember the, the hand experiment we did? Yeah. Yeah, the... Phantom did you watch Phantom it? Phantom Limb? Limb? Mm-hmm. Did you watch the video? That was fun. I almost bought a fake hand off Amazon because of that, and I want to use it. No, I used to have one. I don't know what happened. No, it was it. a little tiny hand. It was a real hand. It was a real hand. Why'd you do that on your face? Why would you touch it on your face? This makeup tutorial where this group. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Are you on TikTok? No. Facebook. So these opioid receptors we have in our brain cause dopamine to flood our system to help us. It doesn't help us stop feeling pain because we don't really feel it, but it helps us change that perception. And it feels fucking fantastic and eventually becomes a need. So at first it's a want and then it's a need and Mm -hmm. that's the basis for the addiction forming. Uh So fentanyl was made as a legitimate pain medication in the medical field in the 60s, and it had real uses. Uh, One of them was for cancer pain that was resistant to the typical pain meds that they would Mm -hmm. prescribe. Mm -hmm. But by the early 2000s, misuse was already occurring. And at that time, 80% of those prescribed the fentanyl lollipop that was created for cancer patients did not actually have cancer. Uh, I, I don't love... know why we're making it in a lollipop farm. Why are I, you okay. trying to make it fun? Did it have bubblegum in the middle of them? No. I would... no. 
How many licks? Do you remember the rappers on those? I think they got in trouble for having the Native American like with the bow and arrow and the little star on it. And if you turn that in, you get a free lollipop. That never worked. They always said like mm, doesn't exist, but it was a supposedly. I collected Campbell soup labels and sent it in, and I got my free Campbell soup mug, and I still have it in my kitchen. Like, where did I hear, have you heard that? Like the lollipops with the, like, where the one with the, like the. Yeah, I the heard American about American it. The, I never tried that one. It, if it had the full, full piece with the star, you could get a free one. But that never, I took it in and they'd say, no, we don't. Well, I'm sure they had to remove that because, well, also it's That's like. Amazing. It still exists. Yeah. They're still on They're them. I've seen them. I'm going to look. Well, on a lollipop. Well, maybe they consulted with. I mean, actually, okay, tribes, fair, and maybe the tribes are cool with it, or maybe they're like. To be fair, I have not tribes. seen it in the last ten years. Okay, which... well, that's what I mean. Yeah, we need to look into it and see. Right. I will buy a offensive, roll offensive candies from like the smoking cigarettes. The oh candy my god, cigarettes. I fucking love those. You can still buy those at least. I know. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Is like that's fun candy. I love pretend. Could you imagine them like they could put fentanyl on that and just done? I love those. And the like the more high end ones had like the glowy end where it was like I don't even know that. I never had a high end one. Actually, I was very. That would be like if you got in a Halloween bag, you'd hide that you had those from your parents. Oh, I never got those in a Halloween bag. I, I got, never got them in real life. I got life. them from the ice cream truck. My dad would never them. They would sell them in our ice cream truck that would oh, be in my hood. I just had like the Spongebob ones that uh, had a gumball in it. Maybe there's a difference between California and Maybe this is, yeah. One of many. I wasn't here then. We, in California, you know. I was in Snohomish. I was in West Side Washington. Give me a little, Washington. little credit. Thank you. Washington. Washington. There's a difference between yeah. West and East Coast. It's a big difference. It is. It's it like is. 300 miles or something. I'm going to fight you. In 2016, <laughs> the fentanyl crisis claimed its first high profile victim, one of my favorite artists of all time, Prince. Oh, what? Cream? Prince. Cream, I, sugar on top. Yeah, I remember my dad playing that song. He had a I love set. Prince. I've always Cream. loved Prince. I didn't Still know that's Prince. how he went. That's so sad. I'm gonna. Yeah, and this hmm. this really brought the fentanyl crisis into the mainstream awareness. Mm-hmm. And it's reported that he didn't take the drug directly, but it was found in counterfeit pain medication that he was taking. So he may not have even known, or he no. did know. Maybe no, he didn't know. Did he? Do we know that? No, but that's my personal. That's fine. He seems loyal. Opinion. He seems like a a good dude. Oh my gosh, I'm such a Prince fan. I love Prince. I only know the Cream song, but I liked it. What? I would die for you. My parents went to a Prince concert when I my mom was pregnant with me. Um, so I think I have like this love for Prince. Love Prince. Yeah. Fucking love Prince. You have to talk louder because you're not in front of the mic. Just FYI. Okay. Fentanyl has now overtaken oxy and heroin in the opioid epidemic. So we heard a lot about oxy. We heard a lot about heroin. Now it's fentanyl. And fentanyl kills people because it shuts down your ability to breathe. Not good. It's that moment that you're like, I forget how to breathe. And then it's over. That fast. Yeah. I mean, I was given um 
morphine when I broke my arm. See, my arm is deformed. Um, well, not deformed, differently formed. And I even put in my chart that I'm allergic to morphine, but when they changed shifts, they didn't communicate that. And so they gave it to me and I almost freaking died from a broken arm. I'm so upset, but yeah, no, I, I was so upset. Shift change do not <laughs> excuse. And that's come up like fairly recently too, with some, I was like, I had all the stickers all over me. You know, I'm just going to write, I'm going to take a marker out of my pocket. Don't it's do so it. Bad. <laughs> so bad. Stop it. Just, just stop. No, I was like fading. It was, Morphine, it was no, scary. No. Many overdose deaths are due to fentanyl mixed with cocaine or fentanyl mistaken for cocaine because unlike cyanide, you can't see or smell or taste it. There are oh, test strips that you Unless can get. Unless you taste an almond. Yeah. What was it? Almond. Yeah, almond. almond. You said like a, it was like specific, like burnt almond? No, it wasn't burnt. That's burnt oh. hair. That's burnt hair. That's a different thing. That's your burnt eyeball. Yeah. Oh, my eyeball burned. In the first half. There are test strips that you can get that are pretty inexpensive that can tell you if your drugs are laced for fentanyl, but it can't tell you everything that's in it. Yeah. So here's a sad story because I want to bring that. That's what I did too. I brought a sad story into it. Human aspect because you might think, oh, what does this matter? Why should I care? This is why you should care. Care. Because babies are dying. So in Spokane, our city where we live, this is our city. You may have saw this in the news. So just last December, 17-month-old baby Serenity died of a fentanyl overdose after coming into contact with fentanyl that her father was dealing. So he was selling what's called blue Mexi pills, which are counterfeit oxycodone. And police interviewed a witness at the home who said the parents quote, like to dabble in Mexis, unquote, and said they weren't sure if the child had, quote, gotten a hold of something, unquote. So the witness said... Babies don't get a hold of something. Well, people have it laid all out on the coffee table. Don't do that. The witness said she had also gotten Mexis from a drug, the drugs that were kept in a candy container so this is where Mm -hmm. having things look like candy can affect young kids Mm -hmm. because if you have it in the home it looks Mm -hmm. like candy you you can't rely on kids to listen to you when you say don't get into that and that was big in the like the marijuana like becoming legalized like like don't make it gummies with cartoon characters because a kid that might see that laying around might eat it like gummy bears or a tide pod well yes i feel like a tide pod is a good just don't i don't know it doesn't well they're colorful i don't see that for little kids they're drawn to that shit and it looks fun and i'm like what is that like stella just yesterday wanted to put the little dishwasher thing and in for me and i'm like no don't you ever touch that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I only Nana puts in the dishwasher pod. The death control stage. Exactly. That's terrifying. Because you think, especially like where she's at three, you don't watch every second anymore. Like and they start to get independent. Yeah, like you can, but they're still not making the best decisions. I mean, we just had a whole thing where she shoved a freaking rock up her nose. I'm like, what? 
Why? Why? So just shove it. Lego guy's head up his nose, and then like Nick had to get it out, and he was an angry Lego. And so <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> no, don't do that. Yeah, so you you can't trust. Don't I mean, stick still, holes. even no, if you think yeah, that I, I, I they're listening to you, like everything still needs to be locked. Holes are not for inserting. Well, no. time and place, age, age, age and place. <laughs> so this father has been charged <laughs> with homicide, rightly so. Uh. So poor little Serenity. I mean, that just sucks that her life was cut short by having shitty parents. Don't be a deserve sh- her. Be a shitty parent. Basics. Well, it doesn't shut. Stop it. It doesn't shut. It's broken. No, it's not. Yes, it, it is. No, up. it's broken. Like, Trust me, it's broken. This is the center. You got so angry about the child being not well taken care of. I saw the tape. Look at it. No, it's broken. It won't shut on the side. It so just don't worry about it. It doesn't clamp. No, it doesn't close. We won't force This it. is a really antique table it. and it's broken. Like this is from the 1800s. That's character. But it doesn't shut. So just don't it's okay. try to make no, it because it's happy that. having a character part of it ajar. It's not a flaw, it's just unique. It's a jar. There were 120 deaths related to fentanyl in Spokane County last year. That's our county. That's 120. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's up from 28 in the year before and 10 in 2019. Obviously getting way worse. But it's like a dramatic, it's an exponential rise. And this trend is being seen all over the country, not just here. Oh my gosh, I just realized that was Lusa and Baby Stella. We'll show you patrons what we're talking about. No, our patrons. You want to see it? You'll pay a dollar. Lusa, though, (laughs) used to join us on our podcast and is a sweet soul. That oh, what a cute! I just never brings me to tears. I yeah, I know. I mean, I know it's the baby second, but it's fair. I'm more emotionally connected. We'll talk about it after. This will be our post fart. I still have the video of when Stella farted throughout the whole podcast. You mean Lisa? Go on. I'll try. Let's not mix up my dog and my granddaughter. (laughs) Okay, so federal drug enforcement officials have really stepped up these efforts. 15,000 pounds of pure fentanyl were seized in 2021. That's enough to kill every single person in America. Except for those that don't go to clubs. It doesn't party. have to be clubs. That's what I'm Parties saying. Parties or friends, if you don't have friends. No, no, no. I mean, it could be just somebody being like, you know, I'm anxious. I have an interview tomorrow. Oh, I have a Xanax. Here you go. Like, it, Don't it, do it, that. It could be anybody. Don't take drugs from anybody. Trust don't nobody. But not everybody does because some people don't have the money. You want, right. might need the hookup. It sucks. Not everybody has health insurance. So right. that's why this is freaking me out because it can come from people you trust it can not be expected like you don't expect it to come in the form it's coming 
-hmm. like it may seem innocent like a pixie stick but it's not candy it's like how it tied everything together candy so fewer this is some good news fewer u.s teens are doing drugs oh great but here's the bad news are dying more are dying if you encounter fentanyl in any form do not touch it call 911 immediately because it is so freaking toxic how do you, you will die. It until but if you suspect, just call nine one one. Don't touch it. Back away. Suspiciously. So I have a. So I. I met someone who went to the bar just socially with friends, and her friends left. And then she. So this is more about date rape drug. But oh, she. Yeah. But she was sitting there drinking like her friends were gone, and somebody offered her a drink, Mm-mm. and she drank it because she's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna have one and leave." And so she was driving one of those scooter things downtown Spokane. They're everywhere. Yeah, death well, traps. Death traps. So she was driving that out, and all of a sudden she lost consciousness. And I saw her, and her face was shredded from just hitting concrete. And she woke up. Someone took her to the hospital, and she was drugged. But like, but again, like, how do you? You're just like, oh, my friends left off one more drink. Oh, someone offered to pay for a drink. Sure, and I'm going home anyways. Not a big deal. I'm not talking to them. And then she passed out on a scooter. The worst place to be. Get something that's like a beer with an opening that you can open yourself. I was given something before. I was drugged before. Really? I ended up what? in a really weird situation that night. <laughs> that's a tale for another time. Okay. Probably just us three. Okay. That's a that's a upside down <laughs> twerking moment. Wow. That's a Naomi party. Yeah. So um I can't host those parties. I you can get free a- Naxalone kits, commonly known as Narcan kits, in mm-hmm. our state. Through People's Harm Reduction Alliance. Right. I ordered one. I actually have one in my house. But you need more than one because I've heard with fentanyl, you may need to administer four, five, six because fentanyl wow. is so powerful. Wow. Perfect. So yeah. don't just rely on one. But mm-hmm. it the way this epidemic is right now, everybody should have an Exelone um, on hand so that you can try to save someone who's over. Oh, do not. Oh, so. Yeah. It's a nasal it's spray. It's a nasal that helps. Like, so if you go unconscious from from that, it helps. If you're overdosing. Right, mm-hmm. right. It can reverse the effects of a overdose. Save your life. Yeah. Literally. Naxalone, commonly known as a Narcan kit. So yeah. your state, I don't know what the name of it is in your state. Just Google it. But in Washington state, mm-hmm. it's the people harm reduction. And, and if you're prescribed any type of opiate or high, you know, something like that, you can actually request that. Sometimes they'll give it to you anyways to have just in case. Um, but that's something that can be prescribed to you in like adjunct to something else that you're getting just in case. Um, and locally, you can also, they're giving them out free at the um, Spokane, Re- Spokane Regional Health District as well. So you can go there and get some. PSA. Yeah. I mean, it's worth it to save a life to have those on hand. Mm-hmm. I'll be stuffing a bunch of Asher's backpack. He'll be like <laughs> going for his Luna bar and pull out a bunch of Narcan. Narcan? Yeah, Narcan is the the word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Asher's straight edge, which is super fucking cool. That that so exists. But in high school straight edge, you have the like oh, yeah. permanent marker. Not your hands like concert, like yeah. But I like I don't do drugs. But, oh, I didn't, but I also didn't feel like they had to mark them. 
It's punk and punk rock. I mean, I'm so proud of him, but he's going to college now. He's going to Gonzaga. Like, I don't know. You know, I think he's a very smart kid, but what if, you know, it's in a soda or it's in a this or that and he just doesn't exist back. And the thing is, it's like. I'm just like, pack your own lunches. (laughs) Eat nothing. Drink nothing. In your household, like, just to know, like, in my house, if I ever have people, because you don't know what other people bring in, too. So if somebody has an emergency, like, I would like to know that I have something to at least try to help because between the time it takes for an ambulance to come, someone can die. So yeah, it's exactly. Oh, and something I learned in my research that I thought was really interesting is when you administer Narcan to somebody that's overdosing, they're immediately thrown into withdrawal. So they're going to feel like fucking shit when they come instantly instantly like shit like they're dying and they're gonna hate everything so i mean i'm thinking like pulp fiction so be prepared for that that oh Oh, Oh, with the adrenaline yeah Mm -hmm. oh my god i love that movie that's such a good movie oh wait do that again there that was really good good job that was amazing all right so if you want to support our podcast please be our patron on patreon it's only a dollar and it helps pay for our and let us know if you have any halloween costume ideas i have already decided however if we get nothing good i'm gonna wrap her as a mummy it's just gonna happen here give me this paper this is happening and if not if you have something better that can be done at home key I'm DIY. We're I'm crafty. We're down. We're I'm down. Spending a lot of money on Halloween. I just don't. You, she Mark. wasn't excited at all when I said this, but it's fine. Um, fine. If you didn't listen to our last podcast, you should because we talked about. I talked about <laughs> professional cuddling. Yeah. Macy talked about. You can't ask Bakaniko, me. The oh, haunted, was it, what was the haunted house? Kasha. In well, Hawaii, Kasha, Kasha in the house. I can't. I, can't, I, can't, I don't want to slaughter it, but it's about Kasha. But there's a haunted house in Hawaii that is well known for it. I can't. This is too late. I've had a whole can, which is a lot for me, as we've covered. No clubs, no bars. A party, no friends, no straight straight edge without the exes. That's actually the most the most straight edge is not having the advertiser. Until next time, don't take candy from strangers. Get your narcans. Get get your nar. It's narcans. Okay, it is narcans. And uh, never trust a pixie stick. Never. That was me choking on pixie dust powder. <laughs>